All right, what's going on, everyone? So we have Sharon Mooney with us for another episode of Real Talk, and she is actually a Texas born and raised native. She is now a proud resident of Montana, and she, when she isn't keeping up with two active boys who are six and four, she's building a business and brand called Faith, Finance, and Health Wealth Management. She coaches parents on setting up them and their family's financial future with retirement, college savings account, and educating them through webinars and in-person consulting on the power of making their money work smarter, not harder. She's a busy mom and also works in nutrition and mindset coaching, and is growing over the years trying to pay it forward to everyone she can. So I'm super pumped for this episode. Sharon, go ahead, tell us a little bit of your story. So I started out totally not planning on doing a career in finance and health. First of all, because um, I those are two areas of my life that I felt like are were so out of control. <laughs> and I did not have my my poop in a pile at all um, in regards to either of those subjects. But um, I have grown so much in um, what I've learned over the past few years in those areas. My background, I went to Baylor University for piano performance and pedagogy. And so I'm a music major. My music, uh, my calling is to educate. And so I had done that in the past with my music and teaching people piano, giving piano lessons and that kind of thing. My big goal has always been to work towards leaving a legacy and being able to pass on to my kids the lessons that I've learned. And so I figure, well, if I'm passing these lessons on to my kids, I'm going to pass them on to everybody that everything that I've learned has been for me personally, that I have adapted and, and changed my mindset and my my financial outlook. And I'm surrounded by a wonderful group of mentors and coaches that we just all have worked together to build each other up and bring positivity into each other's lives. And so that's basically what what I do is I just try to bring as much positivity and education into the world because I, I don't think there's enough of it anyway. So <laughs> no, I love it. I think you, so first of all, I think you bring up a really good point, right? Like people have a skill that they learn by going through things in life and that doesn't make you any less qualified to, to do that. So for those people who have that, but are afraid to jump out on that limb, uh, what would you kind of tell them? What advice would you give them to kind of move out of that fear? Well, I know I felt that fear. It's debilitating. All I can say is make sure that you have a someone in your corner that's going to cheer you on and keep you going because there is it's really difficult to get out of that. You know, there's there's been so many times and I constantly go through that of like, I don't know. Always reach out to those people who who do know more and surround yourself in your network with those people that will educate you as well. Never stop learning. What is the one thing the one lesson you've learned over time that people, most people don't know and should know? I can tell you, I've worked with a lot of people who feel like they're beyond help. I totally thought I was beyond help with everything from student loans to credit cards to medical bills. There's a lot of, of that that is just crippling and heavy. I try to tell people that you are never too far gone to put one foot in front of the other and let's just take a small bite out of this at a time and figure out how we can do this. But here's the thing. I'm going to be there with you to walk through this journey as long as you need me to because there is nothing more scary than having that overwhelming feeling than feeling like you're going through it alone. What is the first step 
people need to take when trying to take back their financial health? Sure. The first step is to stop (laughs) going through the cycle of crazy. Stop um, having those bad habits that got you there. Learn, learn some new habits and investigate the way that you can change. So I've heard this and I preach this. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. Obviously with COVID and and everything happening, right? Unemployment's at the highest it's ever been. Um, people people are really afraid financially. So what can people start doing in the middle of this hard time, right? Because people are like, well, I don't have any money to invest or I don't have this or I don't have that. So, so yeah. what can people do right now? Right now, there are so many ways that, that people are willing to help. Don't be also afraid to make some changes in maybe your career mindset and, and your, what you're doing. If you've been laid off, um, I'm finding people are using that extra unemployment that they had been doing to maybe build their own business and to get towards building their own dream, you know, using those resources, but using them wisely. And honestly, there are so many vehicles out there that if you, I work with my clients, I put their money through what I call a funnel. And we basically refinance their finances and try to find extra money that they might not know they have. And then we use that instead of overextending them and asking them for more, we just look at where we can, we can change some things in their budget and figure out where to allocate. We just reallocate things. You said the bad word, budget. What did I do? <laughs> Nobody uh, likes budgets. I like budgets. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Uh-huh. I, 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 I love spreadsheets in Excel. So here's the thing that I do for my clients, though. I do it for you. I tell they tell me what they come, what they have coming in. They tell me, you know, this and this and this, and I put it into a pretty spreadsheet. And I'm like, here, do this. What is one of the places where people actually have money, where they're like, "Ooh, I didn't know I had that money." What's what's one of the That's things? A- Really good question. So, subscriptions. That Netflix. I know. This is what I always go back to. If you always do what you've always done, then you always get what you always got. So if you think that you need to do that 12 to 15 to $17 of Netflix a month, and you can't live without that, and that's fine if you want to make that choice. But if you want to do something else with that, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about priorities. There are also, I work with a lot of people who have uh, crippling student loan debt. And I work with a, an agency that their priority is to get people out from that of overwhelming debt. And so I have that resource that is huge for me and my clients. Um, And there are so many programs out there that people don't even know about to help them get out from under student loan debt. So essentially you're helping people prioritize um, where their money is this. And now we know where you're wasting money, where you have more money to start paying things down. But also here's my resources that can help alleviate some of that pressure. So now I, you're making that dollar stretch further, right? So if they yeah. save $12 in a Netflix subscription, you're giving them a way to make that $12 stretch to like $15. We look at things, um, you, you know, in a monthly basis. So it doesn't seem like that much. That's actually one thing that we do as well is we'll look at the bills for the whole year and we'll be like, okay, so this is what you you spend on a yearly basis on this. So, Do people ever see like their year of Netflix being the equivalent of like paying off a credit card or like two credit cards and be <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 
No, definitely. It, 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 it's a new perspective. It's a, and it's a new way of looking at things. And I find it very effective because people don't realize that, hey, I spent 75 bucks on reloading my Starbucks card, spent $145 on my Hulu account. Exactly. It, it, that's, that's an extra, an extra payment to, to get rid of something else which usually is credit cards. I like to close every episode with two questions. What is one real piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening? So I would say to those of you who are working, don't get so busy working to make a life that you forget to have a life. Tell everyone how they can connect with you, where they can find you, what you got going on. Absolutely. So I have a Facebook page called Faith Finance and Health Wealth Management. And then I also do webinars and also in person if you're in Billings, but um, webinars that teach all about all about these things that we've talked about today. Money 101. And that's that's basically the nuts and bolts of what I do. And then Wine, Women and Wealth. We basically talk about, you know, women are so underserved in the finance world. And so I try to educate women. And then also there's a networking piece so women entrepreneurs can come and promote their business. I, we have something new that's called Money, Mommy and Me. And that is where we strive to educate the next generation on these concepts that we we didn't really learn till later in life. So we're starting young. We're starting them when they're littles and we're going to teach them how to go um, through their life and be more ahead than we were. So that all you can find on my Facebook page. I also do videos um, through my YouTube channel, Faith Finance and Health. Awesome. Everyone get over there, connect with her, subscribe to it, and let's keep working to break that cycle for ourselves and our children. All right. That's a wrap. So if you liked it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listened at. And as always, thanks for listening. Keep it real.